A little whisper in your ear or a huge crash down to earth, a lesson in love is life's way of nudging you in a new direction. Welcome to the Lessons in Love podcast with me, Carly Ann. I'm a self-esteem and relationship coach and I wholeheartedly believe I am here to help you break through the very relationship struggles that so many of us face. Through my own personal experiences and other people's inspiring lessons, I'm showing you that we can change and we can break free from toxic patterns in love. Inside this podcast, you are going to hear what has shaped successful love stories and healed heartbreak. I want you to know you are not alone, you are not crazy, you are not too much. This space is for the woman who is done with believing she needs someone else to be whole. The one who has had enough of not feeling enough, who is not willing to let her past or any more of her future, who is waving goodbye to a fantasy relationship and hello to the healthy, extraordinary love she deserves. This is where you learn how to become the most secure and irreplaceable version of yourself. Hello and welcome to the first episode of Lessons in Love. This is a pinch me moment. It's with me, Carly Ann. Some of you may well be aware of me already. I'm a self-esteem and relationship coach. Maybe you have worked with me. Maybe you have watched some of my videos. You follow me on Instagram, carly.ann underscore. (laughs) Or maybe you've just come across me now. But I'm a self-esteem and relationship coach. I am determined to help people to basically realize their worth and their value in this world so that you can use it the way that you want to use it as yourself so that you can quit settling you can quit pushing people away you can quit thinking being single is some kind of disease and you can feel more secure and experience an extraordinary kind of respect and love that you deserve Like I said, this is actually a pinch me moment. I have been thinking about this podcast genuinely for years, but the time is right. I do believe in timing and this timing is finally right for this podcast and I'm really excited about it. Today's episode, the first episode, is basically to introduce me and my love story to let you know what this podcast lessons in love is all about and get you reflecting on the three questions that I actually ask all the guests that I interview across this series and hopefully future series and hopefully I will leave you feeling motivated to take control of your own love life because you are the leading woman or man of your love life and I think sometimes we forget that and that's one of the things I really want to get across in this podcast you are the leading woman or man in your love story and at times it might be a bumpy road and you might not feel like the leader but make no mistake you are the leader of your love life when it comes to your space on this earth when it comes to you having a real relationship there is no one else who can do it like you. You are irreplaceable. You have a space on this earth that is yours. Now, unfortunately, we give our energy and we give our space and we give our power away a lot of the time. And the reason why you might not feel like you're the leader of your love life is because your wounds and your fear are often the ones leading the way. And perhaps 
you know, going back to what this podcast is, perhaps you keep repeating the same patterns over and over again, if you're anything like I used to be, because you haven't yet learned the lesson. You haven't learned the lesson that you need to learn. And so you keep repeating the same patterns and then you feel anything but the leader of your love story. As you might have guessed, we're going to be talking quite a lot about learning lessons from our pain, from our wounds, from our previous love experiences and relationships. And the reason for that, I mean, the the whole podcast, right, is based on lessons in love. So firstly, my mentor and coach, who you can hear from in the second episode, Becky Rabin, she actually came up with the name Lessons in Love. And when she said it, it was just like all of the pieces came together. Because I truly believe that we really do keep repeating the same patterns and attracting the same types and we will remain single until we allow ourselves to dig a little deeper and to learn the lesson that keeps sort of presenting itself to us. So honestly, if you allow it, and this is the thing, this is a lot of what I do in my coaching and with my clients and even all the free content that I give away, I talk a lot about the fact that your pain your past pain is your power. Like my clients and anyone who has worked with me will know that my own breakthrough and transformation came from a breakup. Like there's no doubt about it. When I was 29, I went through a breakup and I woke up. Now don't get me wrong, there has been a lot of lessons since then. There has been a lot of pain since then, not to do with that relationship where I continue to learn lessons and I continue to work through that. But for sure, that was my moment where I was like, okay, you know what? I have to take control and I have to take responsibility of my happiness, my wellness, and my ability to have a healthy relationship if I want to break these toxic patterns. So trust me, I'm not saying I'm perfect now, but I have worked through a lot of trauma, a lot of pain. I continue to do so. And until this day, when I get knocked down, you can guarantee when I get back up, I get back up and I learn the lesson. I will take the lesson and I will make that pain one of the best things that ever happened to me. That is one of the things I talk about a lot is how can I make this pain the best thing that ever happened to me? It doesn't mean I don't go down when I go down. I go down, but I get back up and I grow from it. I grow through it. I believe that that's what happens in life. I believe that we have these experiences. And when we get through that initial shock and pain, we have a choice of whether we continue to go through suffering or whether we stand back up and we go again. It is a mindset and it is a way of life. And I know for a fact that you can learn it. The reason I'm so certain about that is because of my own journey. I'm really, really open about my own experiences. And I do see myself on that kind of severe end of when I've been in a relationship of being really insecure and anxious in that relationship. And when I've been single of really feeling like I need someone else and need someone to be happy and I can't enjoy being single. I have been quite extreme versions of that until I realized, you know, my happiness is so important to me and I keep putting it in the hands of someone or something else. And although I've always worked in the field of helping other people and coaching people in some way, it's been the last few years that I really kind of made it all about self-esteem and relationships because I realized 
your power is in your pain and that is where my pain has been and if I can move myself through that then I can help others to do the same and here we are today. I actually say quite a lot that I think that one of the reasons I am on the kind of extreme ends of relationship difficulties when I've been in a relationship and when I've been dating and when I've been single is because I really believe this is my purpose to be here doing this work. Doesn't mean that I didn't really have to go through it and that I'm not still working through it now. And I guess it's one of those things, you know, when people ask like, why are you single? You know, why are you still single? And I have so many thoughts and feelings around that, but essentially it's because I haven't met my person yet. So I'll just give you a little bit of background. So I'm 33. I'm living in my flat in London. I'm single. I am open to dating right now. I have a bit of an on-off relationship with dating apps. They don't give me a very good energy, if I'm honest. Historically, I have been attracted to unavailable guys. So whether that is dating them, whether that is being in a relationship with them at the time in our lives that our paths crossed, they weren't available to me meaning I was also not available to them because that's the reason I was going for people like that, right? Because I was also emotionally unavailable myself. So trust me when I say I have chased, I have embarrassed myself, I've been jealous, I've been outrageous, I've been anxious, I've been afraid to trust another human being, I've tripped time and time again, every time I've promised myself that I'm going to walk away and I would go back again. I have been through those patterns. And ultimately, it's an avoidance of love. It's a difficulty in trusting. And as I've started to break down those walls, I really, really start to see the benefits of how secure you start to feel of how much I now love being single and enjoy being single. I don't feel like I need someone else to complete me. And it means that I'm able to, I don't like the word wait, but another word isn't coming to me right now. But it means that I'm able to stay happy in this space in my life and know that at the right time, the right person will come along. And I don't have to rush that. I don't have to feel like I'm less than because I haven't met that person. And I'm I'm going for extraordinary. So it's very likely that I'm going to be single, right? Because one, I had to break the pattern of going for unavailable guys, and I had to become more emotionally available myself. And then there's the idea of, well, I haven't crossed paths with the person yet. Like just because I'm sorting my shit out doesn't mean I'm going to all of a sudden cross paths with the person. I don't believe that's how it works which is why I'm so passionate about us building a life for ourselves, building a life that lights you up, one that makes you want to get out of bed in the morning. I call it following your fire. Do it like just creating something bigger. And I'll be talking about that as we go along as well, because I also think that that's one of the ways that I've become more secure in myself and happier in myself as well. I mean, that really is a snapshot and we've not even scratched the surface, but I think that as we move through the podcast and if you guys, yeah, follow me on other platforms, you'll really get to know a lot more about my story. But back to the podcast, I guess one of the things that I want you to know is one of the key reasons that I am doing this. And I know that this is cliche. I really do. I can hear it as it comes out of my mouth. But one of the reasons I'm doing this this is because I want you to know that you're not alone 
when you are someone who struggles with your emotions and you struggle to trust other people because you're convinced that they will hurt you, whether that is on a conscious level or like me for most of my life on an unconscious level, whatever it is that you feel and go through, I know the struggles that liking someone can bring. I know the fears that someone's going to find someone better. I know that feeling when you just want to be close to the person that you like. I know the feeling when you want to walk away from someone who you know with your whole being is no good for you, yet there's this other part of you that feels so much stronger that thinks, I need them and I can't be happy without them. And I know that out-of-body experience when you feel that threat of rejection or like you're not worthy or like no one's ever going to pick you and you're going to be on your own forever. I know those feelings and I know the things that we do when we feel that way. And I know the outrageous, crazy, for lack of a better word, thoughts that you can have when you're in those moments and it can feel like it's out of your control. And I want you to know that you're not on your own because they're the parts of us that we hide because we don't want to be needy. We don't want to be jealous. We feel like who's going to want to be with someone like that? Who's going to want to be friends with someone like that? Well, guess what? We didn't choose this. We didn't choose this reaction. It is not who you are. I know that you can overcome it. I overcome it every day. And yes, like I said, I still trip. But time and time again, I get back up and I get back up quicker and I learn that lesson and I go again and again. And I don't know if I'll be living with it forever where I kind of have to really look after being able to self-soothe and those automatic negative thoughts of low self-worth and thinking someone's going to replace you easily, whatever it is. I want everyone to know who can relate to that in any way that you're not on your own. You learn these patterns. You learn to have this view of yourself and of love. And it can be hard to feel lovable. It can be hard to believe that someone is going to choose you and like you and want to stay with you when they do. And so we learn ways to cope. And a lot of those times that can push people away, or you are actively pushing people away. Maybe you don't let people in at all because you're so afraid of it. Maybe you just completely shut yourself off from love. Whatever it is, whether you're in a relationship and you find yourself pushing the person away or you feel like you're settling, whether you're single and you really, really struggle with that and you are just taking anyone, seeing anyone, sleeping with anyone, or maybe you're completely avoiding it completely, whatever your situation, ultimately, it's coming from the same place, it's coming from the same fears of not being good enough, of not being lovable. And so many people experience it, but we don't talk about it enough. I'm starting to do the ranty thing. I'm starting to do the thing. I know when the passion really kicks in because I start to, I guess I start to get that kind of rushy feeling. But that's what I want because I don't feel like I did have that. I'm sure it was around me. I'm sure it was there. But for me, I didn't have it when I was in it. I didn't know where to find it. And if anyone can stumble across this podcast or I don't know, share an episode and it helps someone realize, wow, there is a whole 
team of us there's a whole group of us there's loads of people here that can cheerlead each other and most importantly learn how to navigate through the difficult side of love and how to navigate through those feelings and fears around rejection and abandonment and all of those things that bring all of this up and that's what I really want I really went for it there but that's what I really really want for this podcast and I am going to be interviewing people across the series about their own lessons in love and we have so many incredible guests who have totally inspired my journey and will now continue to do so especially you know those that I've recently met some have been there since the beginning of my journey and have literally played a huge part and others I've recently met and just from these conversations I've really taken so many gems from them what you will notice in the conversations that I have with my guests is I ask them three questions throughout the episode. I really picked these questions carefully based on what I feel like myself a few years might ago might have wanted to hear, but even what I would still want help with today. So I've really tried to think about that because I know that we're all in different stages. The first question I dive into with my guests is asking what love means to them. And the reason for this is because so many of us have a really distorted view of love. If you had, for example, a childhood that was really tricky and really difficult or traumatic, or even a past relationship where your experience of love was inconsistent it was not trustworthy, not reliable, then the chances are you have grown up with quite a distorted view of love. I certainly know that that's the case for me. My experience of love from primary caregivers was that it was very inconsistent and unavailable. And who have I been attracted to? Unavailable people, right? So what I've had to do is relearn love. And so that's why I dive into this question so that you can explore different incredible views on love that I hope will help you on your journey. The second question is around how powerful and painful love is and I ask my guests how do they navigate through their life when love throws them off because I don't know about you but you know when I've thought that I was in love in the past or have been in love in the past, you can become very preoccupied and it can really, really take over and it can be hard to concentrate on the things that you care about. It can be hard to be in the present moment. It can be hard to remember your worth and to live your life, to be honest. And so I wanted to ask people, how do they navigate through it? Because then next time you're down and maybe that's now or in the future, and I'm not wishing that for you, but you know, we know how these things work. Hopefully some of their answers can help you to navigate when you find yourself in that space in your life. The third question I ask my guests is if they could go back to any age and teach themselves a lesson, what lesson would they teach themselves? I love this question. It really gets you to reflect on your own experience as well. It's never too late to learn a lesson. I do tell them they're not allowed to say no regrets, though, because I do appreciate that who we are is based on what we've been through. But I'm hoping that you and I can learn from their lessons as well. So I absolutely love that question. And I hope that, like I say, I hope we can all hear their answers and take a little something from it ourselves on our own journey. 
So guys, that was episode one of Lessons in Love. Thank you so much for being here, for being part of this with me. I am so excited for you to hear all of the episodes. Like I said, you can get episode two with my coach and mentor, Becky Rabin. We talk a lot about feeling anxious in love and how that can really show itself in some unhealthy ways and how to navigate and grow through that particularly looking at that fear of abandonment and fear of rejection and Becky was really open and honest with us so yeah I'm, I'm really excited for you to listen to that episode I got a lot from it myself let me know that you are listening get in touch with me with any topics that you want me to cover because there will be solo episodes of lessons in love as well and I respond best to what you need me for so I'd absolutely love to hear that you can either get me by going to my website, carlianne.co.uk, or like I said, get me on Instagram. Otherwise, in case you need reminding, you are lovable, you are enough, and you are so, so worthy.